Hello, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility. And um, today I want to talk about Advent. I, I assume many of you have Advent traditions. We had an Advent calendar when our kids were younger, and we would, I think there, we had different varieties. So one had, like each time you open up a day, there was a chocolate and there was a message. I, um, this year, the church that Emily and I go to, Athens Church, has the staff are providing different Advent readings or perspective every day, and it's been really good. I assume you your church does something similar, or there are lots of different Advent options out there. I know John Piper did one. I'm sure he uh, continues to do them. They have been, in my life, really helpful. You know, the, the, the meaning of Advent, real simply, is in, in the Christian context, is the coming of Christ into the world. And this idea that you know he arrived as a as a as a babe he arrived as a baby. One of the readings this week was Isaiah nine, a, a pretty familiar, I, I would assume for most all of us, uh, at least the concept here. Uh, Isaiah nine six says, "For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace." And I, I just want to talk about this a little bit today. I, I had some time to journal on it earlier in the week and just the the different um, names of God, the different aspects of God that Isaiah brings up here. You know, when you read it, I mean, it's very clearly like you see this and it's like, okay, this, if you didn't know this was in the Old Testament, you'd think it was in the New Testament. Um but I just had a you know had a chance. I've I've been trying to slow down. I I feel like I've been dealing with a little bit of anxiety. I don't know if it's just you know the financial stress of the end of the year we've had. You know, so my radiator got a crack in it, and my tires were worn out, and that was a couple thousand dollars. And then this morning when I got up, I went to dry some clothes in the dryer, and the dryer doesn't work. And we've already had it repaired once, and it's not worth putting more money into. So Emily and I are going to go buy a dryer today, and we need a vacuum, and we're still working on our bar. You know, and this is all of us have these kind of things. It seems like at Christmas, when we probably don't have much financial margin. Um, it just seems to squeeze us even more when unexpected repairs happen or things happen. So again, I think I've, I also I find myself many times at Christmas time, and I'm not sure I fully understand all the reasons why, but I get kind of melancholy. I I think it's I have thoughts of my family, my parents, and and my brother and sister have both passed all passed away, and uh, I was just actually did a podcast with my grandson Chase and. We were just talking about favorite Christmas traditions, and uh, my my family wasn't a Christian family. You know, we didn't go to church. We didn't do those kind of those weren't part of our ritual or part of our habit around Christmas time. But but we did on Christmas Eve. My dad would take us out to dinner, and and his Christmas gift almost always was a hundred dollars. Sometimes it was a hundred one dollar bills, or it was a hundred dollar bill, and we would go to this place in Fort Smith, Arkansas called Jimmy Little's. I'm sure it doesn't exist. I might Google it to see if it's still there. But, but you know, we have these traditions. And in our family, obviously, Emily and I as believers have established Christian traditions. And, and for us, and for me in particular, I have really sought daily to take some time as part of my quiet time, part of my spiritual time, just to to read these Advent postings from my church, but also just to spend some time reflecting. So again, back to Isaiah 9, 
just that, you know, he is our wonderful, he is my wonderful counselor. He's my guide. He leads me and he speaks into my life. He listens to me and understands with wisdom. He directs me to find strength and hope um, ultimately in him. And then mighty God, you know, just the reality that Jesus was both man and God. You became flesh and you died for me so that my sins would be forgiven and your righteousness would be given to me. You have power over all nature, disease, world events, flesh, the spiritual forces in the heavenly realms, and that that he's mighty God, um, everlasting Father. You know, the, the idea of the Trinity, of God is three in one, Father, Son, and Spirit. Uh, he, God is eternal. Um, and because uh, I have trusted in Christ, because we've trusted in Christ, we will spend eternity with him. And then he's the Prince of Peace, and I think... This most commonly, oftentimes, when we think of Jesus, that he brought peace. I, I think of Romans 5.1, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. So, you know, he brings peace. He brings peace in our hearts. I think he brings peace uh, as we surrender to him in relationships. He brings peace over financial stress. He brings peace over uh, walking through difficulties. I've got a dear friend. You've heard me talk about my friend, Doug, and and it's time for Doug to actually move into a more of a care facility. His wife, Kelly, just uh, can't safely care for him anymore. He needs he needs more care than she can provide. And uh, Monday, I'm flying to Dallas to help take him uh, to uh, into a care facility. And and I'm just, you know, just feeling the weight of that, the sadness of that. Uh, so the, the holidays bring all kinds of things. I think they bring also happy memories and happy things. Ultimately, I, I think back on 47 years ago, my first Christmas as a new believer, it was very exciting because historically it was about gifts and about, you know, the lights and the and all the all the stuff there. But for me, I remember that first Christmas, getting up that Christmas morning and thinking, we are celebrating today the day that our Savior came into this world and uh, and grew up sinless, died a sinner's death, so to speak to pay for our sins. And so as you prepare your heart this Advent season, this Christmas season, I would really encourage you to slow down. Um, we actually did as a staff team yesterday, Thorne, one of our counselors, led us in a time of of just really slowing down and, and kind of setting with God and being aware of the the positive and the negative emotions. It, it's called examine prayer. And I just want to encourage you to take some steps, whether it's reading an Advent um, devotion, whether it's taking some time to read passages of Scripture, the prophecies of Jesus, and and actually the the celebration of Jesus coming into the world, and um, uh, and and just take some time to prepare your heart to celebrate uh, our Lord and Savior's coming into the world, and uh, eventually dying for our sins and paying the price and making us right and righteous uh, before God. Thank you.